Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Skeptic versus Believer podcast, where we discuss paranormal current events and tales of unexplained encounters of everyone's favorite cryptids. My name is Mike, and to the right of me is my co-host, Kim. Hey, everyone. And I'm very excited to get into this podcast. Uh, we started this podcast for a reason. I would like to think of myself as a very big believer when it comes to the paranormal, as they say, or cryptids in general. And I think for the most part, Kim, you would say you're a skeptic. Is that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like to see things to believe them. I need proof. You need proof. I need proof. I need the proof, so, baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am excited to get into all these stories, uh, all these really cool cryptids. And tonight, I think we're starting off with a very good one. It's something I think everyone knows about. Everyone's kind of a believer of or a skeptic of. So it's a polarizing subject. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is UFOs. You've heard of a UFO before, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I've... Um, in sci-fi movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen a few in a sci-fi movie or two. <laughs> I think I've also... Um, have brought up UFOs pretty much every other day since uh, I've known you, and we've had Ten pretty years. <laughs> we've had some pretty good heated discussions over the last decade over um, whether what I'm bringing up is real, is it stupid? Which is all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think Kim defaults to this is BS. <laughs> And so I think over the next couple episodes, we're going to talk about a bunch of different cryptids and maybe make you a believer. What do you think? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> this episode, we're going to get into UFOs. And I don't know if you've no seen this in the news lately, but there have been a few stories that I think have caught the attention of a lot of people. So the first one that I think... I want to get into is the Hawaii UFO. Have you heard of this? No. This is something that happened pretty recently over in Hawaii, uh, in Oahu. So to get into the specifics, so on December 29th, there were eyewitnesses on the Hawaiian island of Oahu, which spotted a UFO in the night sky, prompting several 9-11 calls. 911. <laughs> 9-11, <laughs> <I would> sorry. 9-11 <laughs> calls. Sorry. And what they reported <laughs> were seeing a glowing blue color that had an oblong shape. Uh, witnesses said, as reported by Hawaii News Now, uh, the UFO, which was caught on video was described by one onlooker as larger than a telephone pole. It sailed across the sky for several miles before crashing into the ocean, witnesses said. Uh, Honolulu police reported the UFO sighting to the Federal Aviation Administration on Tuesday, December 29th, 
about a witness report of a possible plane down in that area. Possible? <laughs> well, I don't know of many planes that glow blue. And, I mean, they could be as they, big... They do. JFK's like right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never seen a plane glow blue. Lights. Come on. But rarely do they glow blue and then dive into the ocean. So, I mean, I think this is interesting. Right. Um, so I know that you aren't probably aware of this, but there are tons of witnesses or eyewitnesses that say or report UFOs coming out of the ocean or diving into the ocean, similar to what happened in Oahu on December 29th. So I don't know. I, I couldn't say it was a plane because <laughs> I don't think planes just dive into the ocean. Neither do I think they glow blue. So your first thoughts are, you're thinking it's what, a plane? It's a plane. <laughs> it's something that's flying, but it could have been a drone, like a kid flying a drone. But you're leaving out that it it's a glowing blue object that's diving into the water. I don't know of any drones that are submersive that can, like, I mean, unless it's like a U.S. Army, U.S. Navy test drone that is, like, amphibious can go in and out of water (laughs) i haven't heard of that (laughs) it's very strange well i just watched the video and it looked like photos more than a video of it it was like a two second video and she's like oh there's some shit in the sky it's blue it's glowing (laughs) and then she's like seeing how she followed it with her husband but they didn't show the footage of her following it and right. it dipping into the ocean. So how the fuck do they know that that shit dipped in the ocean? Like, what if it was just there and then that was it? So according to the eyewitness, it went to not only this one, but I think there's a few others that saw it dive into the ocean. Then what happened after? <laughs> Everybody just fucking said, oh, it dove into the ocean and then they went back home and just went to sleep? I don't know of any government body. I mean, maybe the army or the navy. Again, they can dive into the ocean <laughs> and chase after it if it did. But, but I mean, wouldn't you wait? Like, if I saw it dip in the ocean and be like, holy fuck, like, I have to sit here and see what happens. Or, like, is that thing coming in the ocean? Or did it blow up? Or is it... Yes. It, it is. <laughs> They're like, all right, guys, <laughs> that was it. That was all the results that we had from this sighting. And <laughs> so I think, Oahu. <laughs> I think I think you have a good point uh, where, sure, someone say says they saw something dive into the ocean, right? And there is a video, like you mentioned, or a photo of a... It was a video at, with photos in it. I don't right. know. Yeah, and, and you can find too. this in our show notes. But USA Today, there's a video on that page where you see a bluish object kind of hovering in the sky. I don't think that they have the part where it dives into the ocean. It just is no, hovering there, yeah. right? It was just a picture of a blue dot in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so That's fine. All right. Yeah. I mean, sure, cool. <laughs> I, I, it dove in the ocean, but give me another story. So this one, Hawaii sighting, is not the most convincing. I'll give you this. <laughs> it is strange, yes, but it is not, I'd say, the most convincing. But there is a tie-in to this. So since it's a UFO that turns into a USO, which is an unidentified submerged object. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of those? Mm-mm. Yeah, So it's basically aliens that come out of the water. 
or go into the water. There is a clip that we have from Commander David Fravor. He is a former Navy commander. He was part of the Tic Tac footage and gimbal, Tic Tac and gimbal footage that the New York Times uh, released a story on. And I think the Pentagon also, this is the story where the Pentagon admitted to having the ATIP program, which is a secret government program that studied UFOs. And this clip comes from Fravor on the Joe Rogan podcast where he talks about a USO. I think this kind of adds <laughs> some legitimacy a bit to not just this case, but USOs in general. So yeah, let's, let's take a look. So I was working, I, I worked, I, I still do it, but I was doing oil and gas at the time. Uh, on, a, on a contract and one of the guys the story came out and he was a navy helicopter pilot and he comes in he, he comes in he goes hey, can i talk to you man i go what about he goes dude i got i gotta talk to you and i said well, what do you want to talk to me about he says dude you know your ufo he said yeah he goes i had a similar experience i said what's that he said he was flying uh, ch-53s which is a big lift heavy lift that the marine corps uses and the navy uses it for certain things and when they go off of, for the East Coast, they do a lot of shooting off of, at the time, it was off of Puerto Rico. We had Roosevelt Roads that they ended up closing. Um, but he was flying out of there. And, you know, you got super clear Caribbean water. And they have these things that are called BQMs. They fly around. And then when they're all done, because they'll fly towards the ships and the ship can, oh, sorry about that, they can track with the radar. And then they also do, in the, like the ships or submarines shoot torpedoes, they're, they're called telemetry rounds. So they, have, they gather all the data on what the torpedo is doing underwater. And then they blow ballast, and this thing will come to the surface and float. And then they go pick them up, and then they can extract all the data out of them. So they do it for both. So he said the first time they're out, and they're going to pick up this BQM. And those things, when they're flying, they're done. A parachute comes out, and they got to go. They hook it up. The helo drops the swimmer in the water. He goes and hooks this whole thing up, and then they hoist the whole thing up and fly back, and then they extract the data. So he says he's sitting in the front. You know, in helicopters, there's, you know, CH-53, you can actually see down by your feet, you know, just like typical, like you go to Hawaii and ride because you can see when you're touching down. So you got really good visibility out of those things, and you can stick your head out the window too because you're just kind of hanging out. He says he's going on there, and they're getting this thing hooked up, and as he's looking down, you know, because they're, I don't know what, 50 feet above the water, he sees kind of this dark mass coming up from the depths. And they start to hoist the... The diver up and he's got they've got the bqm and as they hoist it up he says and he's looking at the thing going what the hell is that and then it just goes back down underwater it just like once they pull the kid and the, the bqm out of the water this object descends back into the depths so he thinks well that was pretty weird so he goes out he says not too long later you know a few months later he's out and he's picking up a torpedo so he says they got the they hooked the diver up on the winch and they're lowering him in and as he's looking down he sees this big massive he goes it's not a submarine he's seen submarines before once you see a submarine you, you can't confuse it with something else this big object you know kind of circular he says is coming up from the depths and he starts screaming to through the intercom system to tell him to pull the diver up and the diver's like a few feet from the water so they reverse the winch and the diver's thinking what the hell's going on and he's getting pulled up and all of a sudden uh, he said the torpedo just got sucked down underwater and the object just descended back down into the depths and they never recovered the, the torpedo. Jesus. And this happened in the late 90s. So yeah, what do you think about that? This is a commander in the U.S. Navy basically telling us about a story that a fellow soldier told him uh, about this object coming in and sucking a torpedo down underwater and then disappearing. That's pretty big. It's a pretty interesting yeah. story, I'd say, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess what this ties into is there are definitely something. There's something out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there. Yeah. 
whether it be in the ocean or in space, it seems like there's some weird things going on. And I think the fact is that we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. So if an alien race or some kind of alien civilization is living down there, I mean, we'd never know because we've barely been down there. So I think I think that's a cool little story to add on to the. The Hawaii one. I don't fucking that. think it's UFOs. So what could, I mean. Like, what do you think? They they have two homes. They have space and the ocean. Yeah. Are there any stories with UFOs that live in the ocean? Are there water people? Officially, no. There are. So, I mean, how long would they, how would they know? To what get, it is? No, no, no. How would the UFO know to go underwater and they're like, oh shit, they're, we need this torpedo. Like, we need it. <sighs> Like, you think they had time when they were just... I, I don't know the answer. Exactly. I, we all I, ha- don't. I, <laughs> I, can, I can think of a few reasons why they would go under there. And one of them being, we don't. So, <laughs> if, if there's one place that they would or could hide on the Earth, either be underwater Space? Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Space, sure. But I'm saying on our planet. They could live among us. I mean, I've... Sure, yeah. And there's theories or there's been stories about that being the case. Aliens are actually already among us, just living with us, kind of like men in black, sort of. And um, I don't think you or I are going to (laughs) be putting the stamp of, yeah, this is definitely real or not real. Oh, yeah. But... I'm just saying. It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool. (laughs) Sucks they couldn't get their torpedo back, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're probably out on a few hundred thousand. Can you thousand. imagine? Like, you, we're, come on, guys, we're going on a boat. We're going to get this torpedo. <laughs> and then it just doesn't let you take it back. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, how do you explain that to your boss? <laughs> right? I just hey. couldn't. I just couldn't. I, I, I don't know. It the ocean got, didn't want to give it back. Got sucked underwater. We don't know by what. <laughs> you're fired, Michael. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and discharge you, Mike. <laughs> I think that's an interesting story to kick off the night. There, yeah, it's pretty crazy. There's another story that I think was really interesting that's in the news, or that has been in the news, and it's related to space. Oumuamua. Does the name ring a bell? A Noah Noah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oumuamua, it uh, is a comet, or, or it's what scientists... <laughs> Sorry, those are really quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'll give you one of these. I'll give you one of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's deserving. Oumuamua. It's believed to be a comet that was picked up on a satellite back in 2017. And it exhibited this weird behavior where it went past the sun and then sped up. And that's something that comets don't do. Right? Comets go fast. <laughs> but I think they <laughs> they don't speed up so this is nothing that would i I guess convince you of alien life but there is one person and he's a harvard professor and his name is avi uh, avi loeb and he is putting a book out kind of gives you his reasons as to why he believes it was a ufo or something from an intelligent life that came from outside of our solar system and a few of the reasons why he thinks it wasn't just a comet. So according to Loeb, he's basing these opinions off the fact that whatever the object was did not behave like it should have if it were a typical comet 
or asteroid. According to Loeb, if it were a comet, its excess acceleration would have likely been apparent in the form of a tail of dust or gas. Another anomaly, its extreme shape, which is unlike any asteroid or comet observed before. They're saying it was an, a cigar-shaped asteroid. So it's like a long mm. <laughs> I just thought of like rock. a cigar just <laughs> flying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a cigar flying in space. And this cigar sped up. So this is the reason behind this professor saying he believes. It's, it's one of the main reasons. It didn't behave like a regular asteroid. It didn't have a tail or, or dust cloud behind it, like I guess asteroids normally do. Yeah, so he he's saying that it, it behaved really weird and therefore alien. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know this is not... Hey, Star Wars is real. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a stormtrooper. It could have been. been a Empire <laughs> cigar death star <laughs> sailing through our solar system, lost rather choose that the ufo <laughs> hey that'd be pretty badass <laughs> it'd be scary also i mean if the, <laughs> the empire showed up to earth so yeah i mean this definitely is not building any kind of case or i, I feel like it doesn't really back my believer's stance as to proof that aliens exist <laughs> just like hey i'm a professor yes he, he is a harvard professor come buy my book at barnes and nobles <laughs> I, I think this is important he he had dinner with Stephen Hawking. Oh, <laughs> wait! Not only did he have dinner, I think he was he was good friends with Stephen Hawking. Oh, Steve even better! <laughs> Whoa! And uh, uh, Stephen Hawking wow. is a very smart guy. Oh yeah, he <laughs> is. So I I guess that adds some credibility to, to his statement, um, along with the fact that he teaches at Harvard. I don't know. I can afford Harvard education. <laughs> Good old <laughs> college days. So yeah, I mean, wh what are your thoughts on this? Do you think? I mean, you said it's it stopped and then it just zipped. So it, yeah, I guess that's like the weird part. It's a cigar shape, and in the past there have been UFO witnesses that describe a cigar shaped craft. I I think this is another reason it adds to that credibility. It makes it more possible that it's a UFO. Because it, it fits the shape of these UFOs that people have reported seeing that look like cigars. But it was so far out there. I mean, it's by the sun. We, we can't see that far out into space. But when, when they say shaped by cigars, is it a small cigar? No. Or like, what are they saying? Like, it just looks like a turd in the sky? So it wasn't small. It definitely was big enough to be picked up by a satellite. Let me Google what a cigar. Yeah. Look up shaped. the dimensions of this cigar-shaped asteroid comet and let's see what it says what the fuck this looks it's strange looking right <laughs> it just looks like <laughs> a pile of shit in the in space <laughs> it looks like a long dildo <laughs> what if it's a planet i don't think that it would be a ufo no. i've never heard of I a mean, look cigar shaped planet planets don't move in the galaxy like they don't move around like that they don't well, move i mean into other galaxies. It looks like a rock more than a spaceship. Are there? That's not the the real photo. That's a, a render like well, a yeah, render. artist rendition. I mean, yeah, I could see it. I see. So let's say they they are saying it's a rock, but because we've not been able to see it, or we have nothing that could see that far out, mm -hmm. or to actually see what the object was made out of. I mean, it it could very well have been a cigar shaped spaceship. It looks like it could have been. 
it's looks weird looking, scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this professor is thinking that it was an alien object or something from an alien intelligence. It was weird shaped. It moved weird. That acceleration that he mentioned, and I think I'm just tying it to eyewitnesses talking about seeing cigar shaped craft. It's just weird. It's a weird coincidence, I think. Yeah, that's very weird. Does it tell the 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 size at all? No. Mm. A uh, hundred million dollars have been spent on researching this rock, but there are no life signs on it so mm. so no radio signals no kind of i guess technology signs coming from it it just came into our solar system moved a little weird and then just raised some eyebrows level. yeah <laughs> and then dipped out pretty much so i think i'm gonna buy this book when it comes out yeah you let me know if it's uh <laughs> c- convincing <laughs> and i'm gonna see what avi Loeb thinks and um what conclusions he comes up with as to why this may be a UFO. I mean, he wrote a whole book, so you better have good ass <laughs> explanations to why I, I <laughs> could barely ship is in space. <laughs> I'm interested. I, I want to know what he came, what conclusions he came up with, and why he thinks it's a UFO. So, well, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued too. So, let's let's hear it. And 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 if that doesn't happen, there is another story in the news that might. Ooh. Give us that explanation. Would you like to know what that is? Yes, please. <laughs> so, have you gotten your stimulus check? To me, yes. You got your stimulus direct deposited straight to your account? Yeah, they're going to take it away. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Thankfully, Thank they God. might not. They might charge us in taxes and we might have to pay double, but oh, great. it's another story. <laughs> in the news, there's buzz about the fact that in the latest COVID-19 relief bill, there is a clause written in by Congress basically stating that in 180 days, they are requesting the Pentagon and other agencies in the U.S. government to disclose the information they have on UFOs. Wait, so you're saying in 180 days, like, they're going to tell us everything about UFOs? And- Basically, they have to disclose information on what they know and have. Why? Well, because it's um, it hasn't been to this point. It's all been pretty secretive and, for the most part, under wraps. It's top secret information. None of this stuff gets out. And what this bill is saying, it's kind of like signed in or baked into. It's that they've got to, in 180 days, spill the beans. Spill the beans. <laughs> but like, it was President Trump's signature. Half of the shit that he said, do you think it's going to be spilled out? So <laughs> Trump <laughs> didn't write this himself. This was a request by members of Congress. And what they're asking for is the report that they are asking to be submitted must address observed airborne objects that have not been identified and should include a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data collected by a geospatial intelligence i have no idea what that is (laughs) b geospatial geospatial spatial (laughs) i was like (laughs) is that like 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 a radar i think like space and geometry (laughs) like all right, I'll buy that. I get <laughs> like where it is. Sure, yeah, it sounds about right. It's got to also. Let me ask my colleague Google. <laughs> it's got to also. So while you look that up, it, it <laughs> let's see what else they're asking for. So okay, geospatial intelligence. Geospatial. 
<laughs> Geospatial. The report should also contain signals intelligence. So I guess if any any signals have ever been picked up by any government agency, they've got to let us know, hey, this happened. They called us. Mm -hmm. Geospatial is the location of where it would be. Okay. So anywhere that they've seen or got any kind of proof or evidence of an object from another planet on our planet, they've got to let us know. It's also gotta have human intelligence so any kind of um, human interaction or human knowledge that we have that they've visited us or we know of them it should also have measurements and signals of intelligence i guess the details they've basically got to let us know who the fuck interacted with us <laughs> they've got to let us know what happened where yeah who what why, who what mm -hmm. why when and what are we supposed to do with this <laughs> i mean let's just stay calm everybody <laughs> as if 2020 hasn't been enough right <laughs> let's just tell you about these aliens at, at the end of lurking yeah aliens exist and they've they've been coming here for years and then we're gonna look at them and we're like we fucking know <laughs> we knew this already <laughs> where the fuck have you guys been Oumuamua, guys <laughs> it's sped by the sun <laughs> did you not know come on avi Loeb, he spilled the beans a year ago <laughs> So, Hello, Steve Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> he had dinner with Stephen Hawking. So yeah, I guess in, I don't know how, how many days this... Well, when was this, when did you get this um, article? When did you read it? When was it published? Uh, this was recent. So this was right when they signed the COVID-19 relief bill, where they started sending out those stimulus checks. Oh. So that was baked into that. Um, so I guess in a couple, in a month or two, we're going to find out whether, what the government knows about UFOs. It's exciting. So like six months. <laughs> six months, 180 days. 180 days. There's 30 days in a month. Okay. So half a year. Yeah. So by the summer, the world's going to either know about UFOs or they're going to keep BSing us. It's forever going to keep BSing <laughs> us. I don't think that's ever going to change. So you don't think the government's going to spill the beans? Probably not. Mm. I mean, do you know how much money they probably spend to keep it quiet? Why would they just spill the beans? Or if they did spill the beans, it's probably not like they're real. So you think they're going to have assets? It's, it's kind of like that time where they said Area 51 is like open to everybody or whatever. They didn't. They, they admitted it exists. And then people said they were going to raid it to figure out what they've got hiding there. Or what's going on there? And yeah. Then, I mean, why would they spill that? And then look what happened. All right. <laughs> it was so, closed. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some people tried. Well, up until a couple of years ago, it was a top secret base. It, it, it didn't it even exist. To officially i think obama was the first president to officially acknowledge area 51 so if it took him that long to admit that a base that we all knew existed actually existed I, I i can't believe that they're gonna just all of a sudden tell us all their secrets yeah that's why i said it's probably just like have doors at area 51 okay that's all you're gonna get <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> 180 days <laughs> let's 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 say they do. What kind of secrets or what do you think they're going to tell us? What could they possibly have been hiding that they'll tell us about? They're not going to tell us something that's going to scare America. Mm -hmm. So you think it, if, if they came out in half a year and said, hey, guys, aliens exist. They've been coming here for years. People are going to lose their shit. Oh, I feel like people who already talk about it, you know, all these other podcasts or people who have witnessed it, they're just like, yeah, so. <laughs> and yeah. Then, I don't know. I feel like it would be a joke. Like a, people would really? just take it as a joke i think it won't phase as many of us as i think they the government think yeah that that's it what would. i'm saying yeah they're just gonna be like okay <laughs> yeah they're kind of like oh you know i've got bills to pay 
<laughs> give me some other fucking news. Tell us when you're going to give us $2,000. Where's the next in me in the, in the mail? It's, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. So I agree with you. I don't think they're going to kind of tell us or let the whole cat out of the bag. No. It's going to be maybe some information that, yeah. We, what do you think? You're asking me, like, what do you think that's going to be spilled? Yeah, I, I think they're going to tell us that some strange stuff has been going on that they know about. But they're going to put their hands in the air and be like, yeah, you know, but we don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> is what you wanted to know? Because we don't know. <laughs> Kind of scam artist. Hey, this is what we know. Now you know. Okay, we're all in the same boat now. We have no idea what these guys, what these things want. We did our job. That's it. <laughs> it's it's a something that we can revisit in a couple months and talk about. We'll, we'll read the reports on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good idea. And I'm, I'm I'm really hopeful that they do put out some juicy juicy stuff. Okay, so fifty bucks. You think it's juicy? I hope so. I, I hope they they talk about a hundred bucks that it's not juicy for me. A hundred bucks. So let's. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. But let's <laughs> let's talk about what is the definition of juicy. What's what's That's this you. report? You're fifty bucks <laughs> juicy. You tell what's me what's this? juicy. Okay, for me. <laughs> yeah. For me, this report has to talk about. Hold on. Let me read this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a mental note. Write it down on your Google Notepad or your your, your Microsoft Notepad. Something crayons whatever crayons are all out <laughs> all right let's get I, give us the juice okay what's the juice so for this report to be worth anything worth talking about they have to say there's an alien civilization that's been visiting earth we know about them i don't think they're going to say that they have made contact with them because that'd be too much but it has to say that they know of some kind of intelligent life coming from somewhere to earth and that they don't know what it is if, if, if they admit to any kind of, I guess, alien life coming to Earth or visiting us. That's not juicy. That's juicy. What juicy do you mean? Like, That's a st- we know who you are, aliens. No. We know where you live, whether it's underwater <laughs> or on Mars. That's juicy. This <laughs> is like... That's the same thing. So if, if the government says we are aware of some... Hold on, hold on. Let's get back here to the geospatial <laughs> intelligence and the signal intelligence and the human intelligence and the measurement and signal intelligence. <laughs> to boil it down. That is in... You just said it's in the clause. It is. It is. Sounding like Santa Claus with all those things that they're going to be giving us. It's got a lot of contract So that's jargon. juicy. So in the bet, if you're saying that they're explaining where, how, when. <laughs> yeah. Aliens, period. Basically, uh, tell us what you know. Yeah. That's your 50 bucks. Mine is like, we're aware, but we don't know shit. That's more than anything they've ever that's done. That's what you told me. That's <laughs> the non-juicy part. What do you mean? That's If the government is saying, yeah, we know there's something, but we don't how know is that juicy? what it is, who the they are. the clause. Right there. But if that's all they know, that's more than they've ever admitted to knowing. (laughs) Why waste our time? Well, I mean, recently in that New York Times article, they admitted that that footage was unknown. It was a UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. We have no idea what this is. It's something we caught on camera that we have no part in. It's not ours. It could be another countries but they don't know what it is it's a pretty big statement the above and beyond like the next step above that is to say it's definitely life from outside of the planet coming here but like wouldn't that cause people to get scared i don't know 
I, because that statement with the... So why would they even go above and beyond to even saying... Because if they don't, we don't get another stimulus check. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I think I think them admitting that they're UFOs they have on camera is a pretty big revelation. If they show us footage of that blue light in the fucking sky, hey. I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> if they, if, all right, let's say they come out with more footage showing like, I want to see the detailed aliens objects. waving back at me <laughs> on that spaceship. Yeah? That's, yeah. What, that's what you need. Yeah. Interesting. So you say you need to see an alien come out of the ship or from the ship, wave at you and say, hey, I mean, you need to clearly say, see. They don't see. need to say nothing. They just got to You just got to see me. it. You I just got to see it. Yeah, see it to believe it. Interesting. I told you, proof. <laughs> so, I shit my pants a little bit, but <laughs> it's proof. Right. <laughs> if I, that ever happened, I'd be like, fuck, I think I'm a believer. <laughs> yeah, that's what, you, that's what it'd take. So... <laughs> I think, although it hasn't happened to you or I, I've not seen an alien, never seen a UFO. I want to very badly. What would you do if you saw a UFO? I, I don't know. It's something that I think about a lot. <laughs> if you think about it, you must have had a plan. First, I, I'm going to take you out to dinner. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what I'd do. I imagine seeing it and then calling everyone I know to tell them I saw a UFO. Who would you tell <laughs> call you for sure yeah i'll be like shut the fuck up yeah of course you're gonna (laughs) shoot it down asap you're gonna basically tell me i didn't see a ufo you're a shooting star you did not see you well it's good that we're talking about actually (laughs) seeing ufos this one is a it's a ufo sighting of two things so this one is a story about a sighting that happened back in 1965 by sheriff lonnie zamora it's called the lonnie zamora incident or the socorro ufo landing incident the story basically goes lonnie zamora the sheriff began chasing a teenager who was speeding through town uh, and so what lonnie did he chased this teen into the desert and while chasing he he saw a strange object and so socorro i think is in new mexico roswell sighting you know it's very very well known place for ufo sightings and what lonnie says is he saw this strange object in the desert uh the white object appeared at first to be an overturned car to him however lonnie looked closer and realized that it was an unknown object that people appeared to be standing around. Uh, Lonnie attempted to radio back to his headquarters, but could not speak through all the static. So his, his, his radio stopped working. But he sees this object in the desert and thinks it's probably an overturned car. Someone's hurt. Let me radio in for help. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it gets a little stranger. So so his, his radio is not working. He's radioing in to kind of get some backup or just let someone know back at the station that, hey, someone's hurt out here probably gonna need an ambulance or some help so lonnie as he realizes his radio isn't working starts to approach this craft or this object and as he gets closer he notices that it is a little stranger than than he originally thought it was yeah so it wasn't it wasn't actually a car it is a egg-shaped object that had three landing prongs sticking out the bottom and he also notices that the people hanging around it aren't actually people at all. They're these really small human 
humanoid looking creatures about three feet four feet tall he described them as he said they look like little children with jumpsuits on or uniforms freaky exactly so he says that as he approached the craft one of them looks back at him and i guess they get scared he hears something shut and the creatures he notices are gone and then this egg-shaped object takes off or it lifts up off the ground and there's a, a bluish flame off the bottom of it that scorches this bush under that was underneath it and kind of lights it on fire he says it hovers in the air for bit few feet off the ground and then starts to move eventually he goes back to his car and he radios his friend who meets up with him another police officer can tell that he's he's excited or he's kind of shooken up you know and that's what happened uh so lonnie explains what happens to him and then um one thing leads to another the government starts uh government officials who are from the white sands army base nearby come out to investigate they eventually surround the area cutting it off from the public they take over the site they confiscating all these photos that police force were taking and they say this is our our area now it's top secret they tell lonnie basically don't say anything about this so yeah it's a it's a weird unexplained i guess event to this day no one really knows what he saw whether or not he actually saw it but he was a sheriff like i said so i mean mm -hmm. he's a pretty credible witness you know what he saw this object egg-shaped object lift off he saw creatures coming out of it or standing around it then they hopped back in did they see him yeah so he said that they looked back one of them looked back saw him approaching and they kind of got out of there like oh shit like yeah he saw us yeah really i thought it would be the other way around like just kill him no so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean they're 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 really small, not small. Probably like the flames will just <laughs> kill the guy. Just, let's just go. But I mean, he he's a he's trained to know what he's looking at. He's a cop, and for the if he's a cop. Why didn't you shoot him? Well, he says that they didn't. What if they kidnapped the guy that he was originally supposed to be looking for? So no, I mean he was chasing a teen in the car, and mm -hmm. he he leaves that he leaves it like lets the guy go, and thinks that these people need help because they crashed in the off the side of the road mm -hmm. he sees what I, what i just described to you an egg-shaped object mm -hmm. these three to four foot high what did you see that object like while you're driving well i mean <laughs> hold on hold on i can't catch this guy because there's aliens that need well, assistance in, in in a few of the stories he describes a flash of light first and then he sees this thing in in the middle of the desert and he thought is an overturned car. Another strange thing he describes is that on the ship itself, it had a arrow pointing up. Mm. Uh, it's an airbender? <laughs> he <laughs> described a very weird symbol. So it had an arrow pointing up, <laughs> a crescent shape over the arrow, and then like a horizontal line underneath the arrow. So that was like a hieroglyphic or hieroglyphic i guess you can call it it's just a weird sign. Sig yeah sign on the craft wow he ends up quitting the police force because he's getting ridiculed by Aww. people who prank call him kind of say he's crazy he doesn't know what he's you know he's seeing little green men people are horrible huh but all the way up till his deathbed he swears wait what his deathbed yeah he he dies of old age but oh. Well, this is in 1960. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already an old, like an older guy, okay. older gentleman. Uh, so he, he lived his, he lived his life 
Damn. What did he do during that time? Was he like trying to like find them? Like no, I I don't think he ever went on any kind of UFO crusade trying to figure out what he saw. But I mean, that's a, like a life changing <laughs> experience if you saw it. Like, wouldn't you like you absolutely sleep? like what? I need to see if this is real. Yeah, absolutely. I think it changed his life. It changed the people in his lives. Uh, in his life's life. <laughs> life's life. <laughs> it changed it changed him. How so? Well, he quit his you job. About it? He, he couldn't do his job anymore. Um, well, yeah, that's some sneaky shit. Like, here, let me take your case and uh, you could just live on your life. Yeah, he was very frustrated. Cause he then, f- like, give me some money and I'll keep quiet. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, he, he says he got strong-armed by the government or these, these these government, like, officials who came to his home and said, basically, be quiet, don't talk about it. Uh, there's a there's an interview where he goes on the radio in his hometown and he kind of talks about what he saw. Mm-hmm. And he in the interview, he says he can't discuss what the insignia on the ship was because they told him he can't talk about it. But he's still talking about it. He is, but... When he's, they just said, "Don't." He's kind of vague. He's so it, this was in the news, right? It was in the newspaper. It was, um, and it went all over the place. And that original story was out there, but he got no money from this. I mm-hmm. don't think he didn't really garner any fame. This was just something that he was a part of, mm-hmm. and it kind of took on a life of its own. And he kind of gave up his his job. He said, "I can't do this anymore." You know these these people don't believe in me. He's just very frustrated. Yeah. At the whole situation because, you know, he can't explain yeah. what he saw. And at the same time, they're telling him, hey, don't talk about it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few interviews out there of him talking about uh, what actually happened. And, I mean, he seems, for for the most part, pretty credible, right? Like, he, he's not lying about what he saw. Why would he? I mean, again, he didn't make any money off of it. Mm-hmm. This is an example of uh, someone seeing a UFO outside of the actual flying object and it changing their life. Yeah, that's crazy. It's an interesting story, and it's one that I like a lot mm-hmm. because not only does it have UFOs in it, it's got creatures that are coming out of the craft. It's just weird, right? Yeah. I mean, if he thought it was like children, children. like they look like they were the, they were like small. They, they were small as children. Yeah. Because oh. I would have like been you. like, oh my god, children are real. <laughs> so he said that they look like they had uniforms on. I mean, that's even creepy already. Like, <laughs> it's very uniforms. strange. It's very strange. And it falls in line with a lot of the other UFO sighting of creatures outside of the ship or abductees. Like people who have been abducted who say UFOs, greys, or whatever kind of aliens they are, they usually have a, a similar uniform on. And it makes sense, right? If we have an army or a U.S. Navy or, you know, our our forces or armed forces... <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. they they all wear the same uniform. So if we were sending people out into space and ships for space exploration purposes, I would assume that they're going to be wearing uniforms too, right? Yeah, but that's the human race. This is sure. UFOs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would have like acquire clothes and they're like, hold on, you got to wear a uniform before you head on to Earth. Like, agreed. I like I, I would just think that they're, they're naked and they're like. You see this, Ma? <laughs> this is real. Check out what I'm working <laughs> this is with. what I'm packing. But, I mean, I don't think that they would wear clothes. I, why they're would they? They're just a being. They're just another being. Like, I don't even know but if they... What if, I, would, I honestly would think of a UFO. I think they would They would just be like a light. The UFO itself. Like, the species is just a light? Yeah, like a a soul. Like, what a, what we think a soul would be. And really? I don't know why I would think of that. 
I just feel like, you know, like sci-fi movies, they just make you think like it's these guys with like these big ass eyes. Right. I don't, we don't know. Nobody sure. knows. I mean, hey, 180 <laughs> days. Let's, hey, right? let's find out. Let's come let's back to this in 180 days. Let's see if they're light balls of light. Exactly. Or if they <laughs> tell us what they look like, I guess. That I think is. That's juicy. That's juicy. I would love to know if they've seen bodies to say, hey. That, would, that just gives me like. The shivies. So that's something that scares you. Well, yeah, bodies. <laughs> the hell. Well, I mean, not dead, not dead <laughs> bodies. Like dead or alive, <laughs> they've seen what I these guys either, look like. I guess either or. Then I'd be like, shit, they weren't souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are they wearing uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be badges? in the report. It's got to be in the report. <laughs> it better be good. <laughs> like all this, it better be good. So. That takes us to oh, here we go. The last story that we have. Oh, the last story for today for this episode, mm-hmm. and it also is related to humans seeing aliens outside of the ship. So, oh, my lanta. <laughs> this is another case that, and both of these cases are on the phenomenon UFO documentary that came out last year. I know I saw it, and I think you've seen a bit of it, right? Where yeah, and false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim could very, very hard for her to stay awake. If, if I'm at a spa, they don't need to put <laughs> relaxing music anymore. Just put on any alien documentary and <laughs> lights out, <laughs> night, night. So if, if any of you guys want to know how big of a skeptic Kim is, this is how big of a skeptic. <laughs> she absolutely does not believe it's not give a fuck. <laughs> she cannot <laughs> keep her eyes away open for any kind of alien documentary. It's hard. I don't it's, it's so hard. I don't know why. I don't know how either. Can, <laughs> it's interesting as all hell to me. I'll have an empty stomach and I'll just put that and I'll go to sleep. It's a lullaby. It's like, what they put on at kindergarten for kids. Wave sounds and white noise, like calming just, music. Yeah, white noise. Need- for Kim, for you, you just <laughs> Throw on a alien documentary. Um, um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if, if you were able to stay awake this long, <laughs> at the <laughs> very end of the documentary, they talk about a case. They also talk about the Lonnie Zamora case in, in detail. Um, not yeah, too much detail. Yeah, I was detail. like in and out of sleep in that one, so I was happy that you actually yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> well, summarized it for us. A, yeah, <laughs> in a nutshell, he sees an egg-shaped object, sees some some beings come out of it, but at the very end, the most interesting story or case has to do with a school in Zimbabwe and where over 60 kids uh, reported seeing a UFO first appear above the school and then reappear somewhere else in the sky and then back again and then actually land. Mm. And so, again, all over 60 kids, this was recess time, regular kids, I, I don't know what grades they were in, but they were really mm-hmm. young. Maybe, mm-hmm. I guess, n- not middle school, kind of elementary school kids hanging out, playing outside. They see this object appear, reappear. then In the sky? In the sky, and then oh. it lands. And all these kids run over to it because they're what? obviously interested. <laughs> I mean, it's a... They have no idea what this thing is, and it's it's landing now. And so the story goes, on Friday, September 16th, 1994, in the Republic of Zimbabwe's 
Ariel School, a private elementary school about 20 miles outside the capital city of Herrera, became the host of one of the most unusual cases in the history of ufology when a throng of over 60 school children claimed to have had a run-in with a pair of creatures from out of this world. The event began approximately at 10.15 a.m., while the children, who ranged in age from 5 to 12 years old, were playing in a field adjacent to the school where their mid-morning break on the already scorching 90-degree God damn, day. I would, I'd be like, I'm <laughs> all right. Let's just skip on recess. That's <laughs> blazing hot. So it's 91 degrees. They send these kids damn. outside. Can Go you outside, imagine? kids. It's, it's hot in here. <laughs> I'm sure we lack... AC because it's 1994. Maybe they're, I don't know. There's Come on. They, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. They were cavemen back then? I'm sorry. They, they were blowing on each other's faces? <laughs> so they definitely have an air conditioner. But anyway, they send these kids out. It's uh 10 in the morning and... That's recess? God damn. Yeah. So they see these 5 to 12 year old kids um, see this object. So the children claim that they... That while they were playing, they noticed three silver balls mm-hmm. soaring in the sky above the school. These orbs, which quickly caught the attention of the whole group, intermittently flashed red and would disappear in a burst of light and then reappear in another section of the sky. Ooh, that's scary. According to the witness, these mysterious metallic objects vanished and rematerialized three more times before slowly descending toward the school following a line of transmission towers. The anxious kids then claimed that one of the silver UFOs dropped lower than the others and landed, or hovered just above the ground, in a cluster of gum trees about 300 feet from where they were playing. Although the area where the UFO had landed was forbidden to the children due to proliferation of thorn bushes, poisonous snakes, and spiders, so there's a, a barrier, a That's natural barrier, <laughs> a natural barrier of venomous snakes, thorn bushes and spiders which i know you're mm-hmm. not a fan of so, i'm not a fan of all <laughs> all, the, all above. the above i'm not a fan either so yeah they're just natural barrier between them and this object that lands in front of them this allowed the kids to approach the object with this natural barrier in front of them kind mm-hmm. of at a distance to go check it out and what they say is this humanoid looking creature with these big black eyes comes out of the spaceship and kind of hops around the top of it and then hops down. Hops around where? The top of the ship, kind of like looking around. And then he jumps off the ship and then <laughs> is looking around the, or like investigating where like the ship is Like he can't see from the top? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so like... the way that the kids describe it is it, it, it sounds as if he was kind of taking in the surroundings. Mm-hmm. And while doing that, notices this alien notices that these kids are looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then that alien starts to stare at them. They're like staring at each other. Stare down. <laughs> and these kids get spooked, but they can't look away from it, right? They're, they're obviously, they, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, mm-hmm. here's this. Yeah, here's this. I'm not trying to lose today. <laughs> not to yeah. you, alien man. <laughs> here's this creature, and they don't know what it is. It's got their attention. And now this alien is also paying attention to them. So I have a clip for this where the kids actually talk about what they saw and how they felt. So 
let's play this clip, and I want to get your opinion once we're done. Great deal of time to interviewing the children. Something scared you, is that right? Yes. What, what scared you? The noise. What noise? The noise that we heard in the air. You heard a noise in the yes. air? What was it like? Like a roar or a buzz or a hum or what kind of a noise? It was like someone was playing a flute. It was scary myself. It was scary because you saw something yourself? Yes. Mm -hmm. I saw little objects hovering. It was quite big actually, and then there was little ones all around it. We saw something silver, and then we quickly ran to the, lo to the logs, and we saw a silver, silver thing, and we saw a man standing next to it. What was it, what did it feel like when he was looking at you? Felt scared. It, it felt scared? What was scary about it? Well, felt scared because I've never seen such a person like that before. Did you see the eyes? What did they look like? They were um, going like that. Where was the pointy part? Was the pointy part in here or was the pointy part up out there? Up there. And what was the feeling when you looked at the eyes? Um, it was scary. Mm -hmm. And what, scary why? What made it scary? The eyes looked evil. Evil? Mm -hmm. And what was evil about them? Say what you mean by evil. It, uh, it looked evil because it was just staring at me. With what? Staring at you as if what? As if to do what? As if it wanted to come and take us. As if it wanted to come and take you. That was the feeling you got? That it wanted you to go with it? Did you feel like you wanted to go with it? No. Did you feel, what was the effect on you when, when you felt it wanted to have you go with it? Huh? I just um, walked away and I started crying. They came running up here in such a panic. And, I mean, even if we had staged it, they could not have run all together like that. Even if we practiced it, I don't know how many times. <laughs> but they came up here like a living snake. And they just came, we were in a staff meeting, and we just heard them screaming, screaming, ah, and they were here, you know, and... Child can't make that up. I was very skeptical in the beginning as well. Um, I believed that they'd seen something, but I wasn't prepared to accept that it was anything supernatural or anything like that. But I think the consistency of, of what's been going on indicates that it was more than I was prepared to admit in the beginning. So both of them were running. One was running in, in the trees, and the other one was running, running across the ship, because mm -hmm. there were also trees here. Mm -hmm. The eyes were, were like more pointed as they came in toward the center of the yes. head, is that? No, more so here. And this was all black. All black. Now you've made pupils. Did they actually have pupils? Or yes, was the it pupils were white. What? The pupils were white like that. And you saw white in the center? Yes, like that. Mm -hmm. Was he near the, uh, the silver object or was he far from? No, on top. On top of the silver yes. object. Okay. And um, did you look at him? Yes. Did he look at you? Yes, he gave me the creeps that I was talking about. Gave you the creeps. Actually, in your drawing, you showed him standing up, didn't you? Yes, I had to draw him standing up because I couldn't draw him sitting. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was maybe 
the world's going to end. Maybe they're telling us the world's going to end. Um, why do you think they might want us to be scared? Because um, we maybe because we never we don't look after the planet um, the area properly. Mm -hmm. And let me. This is. Is this an idea that uh, you have had before that we don't look after the planet properly in the air, or did this idea come to you when you had this experience? When I had this experience. Mm -hmm. And how did that idea come to you from this experience? This is a little hard, but try, try to be with me here, okay? When you, how did this idea come to you when you had this experience? I just felt all horrible inside. You felt horrible. At what point did you feel that? When you saw the craft or at, when you got home at night? Or when I got home. You had that horrible feeling when you got home? Yes. And say more about that horrible feeling, Lisa. What was it like? It was like in the world, all the trees will just go down and, and there will be no air and people will be dying. Mm -hmm. And those thoughts came to you, had you had those thoughts before this experience? No. No. And did, how did those thoughts come to you? Did they come to you from the craft or from... From the man. The man. And the man, did the man say those things to you? Uh, how did he get that across to you? Well, he never said anything. It's just that the face is the eyes. What, what was the sense you got from those eyes? He was interested. So... <laughs> so, yeah. There you have it. Um, those were the eyewitness accounts from the kids at the school. Uh, basically saying that, you know, they saw this, these, this object land, these creatures come out and kind of telepathically give them, communicate with them, telling them, you know, hey, if you guys don't take care of the planet, this is what's going to happen, and to kind of watch out with your technology and giving them these flashes of the future, maybe. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> burning trees and no air? <laughs> That's pretty dark. Right? That's some heavy, heavy stuff to kind of... Do they know that these kids are like five to ten years old? Like, where's the warning? Yeah, right? Like, you would think they'd go to the government. Who, the aliens? <laughs> yeah. That the aliens like some, will go to the government? Some important information that you should give Clearly, to... they don't know who the government is. <laughs> you think... you, hey, you kids over there, you guys will see the government. Let me just tell you what the future is going to be looking like. We got a message for you These guys. poor kids going home after eating yeah. TV dinners and shit and they're like <laughs> seeing burning trees. This poor girl is maybe seven years old, I'd I say know. the oldest. And this, this creature is giving her images of the, the world basically coming to an end. That's too much. That's scary. Yeah. But hey, if you want to get shit done, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you got to prepare them for the future. Yeah, right? <laughs> So in, in the in the documentary, the the phenomenon, there's also at the the very end, so they talk about this story and then they also 
bring these kids back to talk about their experiences again now as adults. Mm. And all of them pretty much say that, you know, this is something that's affected them or has affected them their whole lives. They've never stopped thinking about it. They have a more, I guess, adult view on what they saw. And they just, they say basically these creatures came and they kind of telepathically gave us these messages or spoke to us and kind of warned us that, you know, how we're taking care of our planet is not good. Pretty much the same message that we've, like Al Gore and everybody else, Leonardo DiCaprio has been telling us that we're destroying the planet and pretty soon it won't be able to sustain life. Did they see what their jobs are now? <laughs> you would no, think, I, right? I, they, <laughs> they would just want to save the world. Like, they just band together. You think they've all... They, I don't think that They're they were scientists or, like, <laughs> or something. Yeah, I don't know what their job titles are, but I just hope... Just think about it, right? You would, shit, I'd be a scientist or, or whatever trying to save the world. That's a good point. Yeah, like, these aliens <laughs> came down and they, they, they laid this heavy knowledge on knowledge? me. And I, I thought I had to do something with that. And, and I'm a scientist. That's why we have Greta. <laughs> that's why we have Greta. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Maybe aliens came down to Greta. and That's why Probably. she's on her, her crusade or mission. I mean, they had that thing where she like traveled through time. So that was a little creepy. I don't know. She's all about it. And I, I'm, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Hey. I, I, would, I want our planet to do well, she's too. She's so smart. Yeah, this was an interesting case. And I think that. And where were those chaperones? They're just like, I'm sure these kids have seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. They're just in their faculty room, like, talking. What sh- are they doing? They're having their lunch. These kids are, like, about <laughs> to be, like, poisoned by snakes and thorns and aliens. <laughs> like, burning their eyes out. Yeah, it's some heavy stuff. It was a very, very big morning that day. <laughs> yeah, like. All before lunch. I would hate to go to geometry after seeing that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go to class after that. No. I mean, hmm. these are kids. I believe kids. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> so, and I think- I'm a believer <laughs> of this incident. <laughs> so you think that they encountered aliens and they were spoken to by these creatures? Yeah, they're saying that. I mean, she looks like scared as hell if you look at the video. Like her, like she just looks scared. Yeah, and we're going to put... She was scared. This guy was, like, asking her questions, like, (laughs) why, why, why? And she's like, damn, I'm trying to ask me these questions. Like, they're listening. And and, and just so everyone knows, um, we're going to put this in the show notes as well, so you can take a look at the video. It's a longer video. It's about an hour long. They go over this case and a couple others, but the the man interviewing these kids was a child psychologist. Mm -hmm. So he, he came in, and he interviewed all these kids, and... At the end, they they came to the conclusion that you know all of these sixty kids had the same story. Yeah, none of them broke. They didn't change it or anything, and they all interviewed separately, and same story was told by each one of them. Same so pictures. Yeah, same. they drew pictures, like you said. Yeah. So it's an interesting story to say the least. Yes, yeah, it's, it's that's scary. <laughs> gives I'm you, scared. Gives you I don't want to see an alien anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. You guys could just <laughs> stay underwater and drown. <laughs> Give a fuck. Yeah, you guys can hang out underwater <laughs> as long as you don't come on land. And nope, not by me. <laughs> Give me, me telepathic images of the doomsday. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'd be like, stop. Yeah, like, you win. 
<laughs> the staring contest is over. So it's just one of the the many weird, unexplained cases uh, where UFOs have have landed and communicated telepathically with someone. In this case, uh, sixty preschool kids. So I guess in half a year the government should also be spilling the beans on this and whether they know that aliens have landed and given them the same warning about the end of the world oh yeah i'm getting my hundred dollars <laughs> so that is going to wrap up the inaugural episode of skeptic versus believer and please let us know if you guys are skeptics or believers yeah yeah please comment uh, let us know where you stand. We're going to get into UFOs again in the future. Uh, this was just the first batch of stories that we wanted to go over. Yeah, next week, please join us again as we go over more paranormal news. Pick a couple more cryptids to talk about. Some stories or unexplained sightings, experiences. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Looking forward to digging into more of this stuff with, with my co-hosts and you guys. I know Kim... Is very excited to go. So excited. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> I, I can hear it. I can see it in your face. I feel it in the air. <laughs> it's going to be good. Ooh, excitement. <laughs> so thanks, everyone. Um, This was, again, the first episode of the Skeptics versus Believer podcast. My name's Mike. My name's Kim. And we'll see you next episode. Bye.